On this episode of War No Dam, experts Rebecca and Madi share with you all about the keepers of the buffalo and the 26 buffaloes we have roaming here in Great Falls, Montana. Best damn podcast, the best damn town. You want to get up, get ready to get down. Welcome to the greatest damn town in Montana, Great Falls. I'm Rebecca Ingham. And I'm Maricela Hazard. And we're no damn experts. We're alone today. No guests. No one would come. So, <laughs> well, we put the new stipulation in. You better bring a gift. And everyone canceled. We got four emails that never mind. We're not coming. Our first guest was going to be uh, related to beer. Mountain Man's not coming. With the requirement of gifts. And well, that one got canceled. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> I mean, we didn't, we offered to do it in the afternoon, right? We did. I said, these are our times. Let us know. Um, anyway, we'll get the mountain man on soon. He will bring gifts or maybe we have to purchase them. I don't know. <laughs> so our guests ask a lot of questions. Number, they do. Number one is, where are the falls? But then we have these different guests and local residents that ask about the buffalo. And in the last three years, I think we've had more questions about the buffalo than we've had in the entire lifetime of the buffalo's existence. Three years ago would be 2018, and they came out in which year? 2016? 2005. Five? (laughs) Wow, I can't read. (laughs) So 16 years ago. That's where I got the 16 from. Oh. Okay. Yeah. 2005. And there are... Uh, 27? We'll say 32? We'll talk about them throughout. Okay. We'll find out the number, guys. Just write them down as we go. We appreciate you taking There'll be a quiz at the end. Quiz at the end. But the questions we get about the buffalo in Great Falls and the people concerned about the information that we have on our website about them, it's a protective nature. Yeah. They're like the buffalo keepers. They are. And they come in and they're like... The information you have on this buffalo is not right. I'm like, all right, well, do you have the right information? I'll gladly update it. It's right here. I'm like, oh, please don't think that I purposely put out false information. I have a podcast for that. The website I try to keep true, true to reality. But then they, I'm like, where's the picture of it? Oh, I didn't take a picture. Well, thank you. So, so the history. Um, you may be thinking. My God, I figured Great Falls was a little bit more modernized. And and now they're telling me there's buffalo roaming all over the city. Well, people hunt them daily, so yeah. sometimes. So, But they never go away. No. <laughs> they're always there. You can hunt them. You can hunt the same buffalo your neighbor hunts. It's not a big deal. But these are um, statues, resin statues that are all painted differently by uh, artists and they are scattered throughout our community. And this was an effort back in the day, 2005 by the CM Russell museum foundation or chairs or what something from that nature to raise funds for the Russell. Mm -hmm. 
And they commissioned artists. The artists um, painted these buffalo. Then the buffalo were auctioned off. And to the greatest benefit of our community, many of the people who won or purchased these buffalo placed them throughout the community for everyone to enjoy. Now, there are some that are in private residences. We don't list those. Uh, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> They're not listed. We, they, we have pictures of them. We say they exist. We just say it's a private residence. Yeah. Um, and we know who they are, but it's, you know, unnerving sometimes if you're not expecting guests to come look at your buffalo in your house to just knock on the door and walk in. So we won't do that to our to our friends here in, in Great Falls. So I wonder what it's like to live on 4th Avenue North. Oh, the historic home district? Yeah. Where... I, I can just only assume it's like my behavior. It's really busy at dusk when you can peer into people's windows. <laughs> you just have large groups standing outside. So when I do have the mayor in the reception area, <laughs> he tells me once that the his, the trolley was doing a historical tour and they stopped near his house. And he said he got out with a beer and went on the trolley and finished <laughs> the tour with everyone. <laughs> Because his house is along the way. And I said, oh, okay, these are the people that live in these houses, the mayor. So yeah, maybe if you go on the historical walking tour, you'll, come, end, up. you'll end up with a beer in the mayor. So <laughs> Drinking with the mayor uh, on the trolley. And I he'll, mean, he'll tell you everything about Peloton bikes and Great Falls, too. Yeah. So, but, but can you imagine a greater story to tell your friends at the bar when you get home? You're not going to believe this trip to Great Falls that I had. But you meant the bar is at home. And I'm like, Rebecca, not all of us grew up in a bar. <laughs> so um, uh, I did. <laughs> so, so I will preface the episode for us today. We're talking about the buffalo, the roaming buffalo or the great buffalo hunt. Um, and all the information is on our website. But I'm going to preface all of this as we're not necessarily experts, but I am the holder and keeper of one <laughs> remaining <laughs> The Great Buffalo Hunt book. Okay, it's The Buffalo Hunt. That's the book name. We yeah. add great on our website. Because well, we do. Cause it's our okay. branding. Yeah. But I first start wa- working here and this buffalo hunt comes into conversation and Rebecca shares with me the book. And I got a lot of printouts, and I'm like, well, I know this one I'm not throwing away. Because <laughs> some of them you read, you find on the file drive, you, you can scan it in. That's what I like to do with paper copies. Anyway, I was like, I'm not throwing that away. I kept it in my file cabinet. <laughs> Rebecca comes into my office months later, and she's like, where is the Buffalo book? And I'm like, oh, I'm so happy to throw it away. And I gave it back to her. I'm like, oh, Take it back. She's the keeper of the book, just like the residents are the keepers of the buffalo. It's that same protective nature where we need all the correct information out there. And the book clearly has everything we need to know. It's the holy grail of the buffalo hunt. It tells us everything. Except for its current location. That is true. We do that. We do that mission on our own. Yes. But what we get from this illustrious book that only I have, which thus makes me the expert, <laughs> is the name of the artist, the inspiration of the of the buffalo, a picture of both sides mm-hmm. of the buffalo, and then a nice description of kind of the meaning behind each one of the buffalo. And each buffalo has a name. So you've heard us talk about rain buffalo, mm-hmm. my favorite buffalo. And the guy on Twitter who loves it and wants to dress up as the 
R-rated version. Ooh. Can I say the word? Yeah. He said he wants to dress up like a slutty rain buffalo for <laughs> Halloween. And we're like, I picture that or looks it like. didn't happen. Like, let's let's see what your interpretation is yeah. of that buffalo. And so um, I would say rain buffalo is one of our most famous buffalo, but there are so many more buffalo to fall in love with. Well, just today we had that guest in. The yeah. one that like grilled Jason for 45 minutes and Jason's going through the ringer like, what's your next question? I hope I have the answer. He's like, there's a, a rain buffalo I'm supposed to see. And Jason's like, yes, okay. I know where that is. You're really nearby. Give some directions to it. Fairly easy to get to. And like Rebecca said before, every time she drives by it, she wants to give like an air high five to it yeah. because it's at the entrance of the bridge the 10th yeah not the tenth. wiseman wiseman i think it's the wiseman street bridge or just the wiseman bridge i don't yeah, know that's a historic name but then it has the pillars and then you go to more yeah. art and the missouri rivers there murals it kind of graces the downtown entrance to the underpass there i mean it's really an iconic location in town the cool thing about all the buffalo which is why i kind of like rain buffalo the best is the way this is shown is it's got the russell skull on all of the buffalo. It's almost like a brand on their butts, <laughs> hips. <laughs> I, I don't know where the Russell brand goes. <laughs> Not originally from here, but um, the Russell brand is on every one of the buffalo. And so the way this one appears, it just kind of shimmers in the light because of the way the scales go over it. So what I have a question is, all of the rain buffalo, or all of the buffalo are of this correct anatomy of a buffalo and then rain buffalo is not because it's mixed with a trout let's turn to (laughs) your page in your the great buffalo keeper book are they going to tell us that what they added to make this a different shape and was that part of the rules because i'm sure there were some guidelines when you're painting this buffalo to honor the buffalo that once graced this land you need to do this, that, and the other. And this artist is like, mix it with the trout. Yep. <laughs> I understand the assignment. I'm adding, I'm adding a dorsal fin. I'm adding fins on its feet. Well, uh, yes, the rain buffalo is from Chris Miller. And the rain buffalo combines the graceful flowing freedom of a rainbow trout with the dignity and scale of the buffalo. It symbolizes... Uh, Chris's longtime love of the water and a respect for the freedom that wild animals enjoy. Working wood, foam, plaster, clay, fiberglass, and metal, the buffalo was transformed into a buffalo trout covered with nearly 1,600 aluminum scales. So there's quite a bit added to him. So when you say it's a resin buffalo... This is like cake wars where they're like, oh, I made you a cake and it's, it's not, not edible. It's not it's not edible because we also use molding and and then they say a, a cereal marshmallow mix. And I'm like, can't you just say it's a Rice Krispie bar? <laughs> so this is what he did. This is what Chris Miller did with the buffalo that everyone loves. Is yeah. He added all this extra shape. And I, shapely. Yeah, I, I said it's a resin buffalo. They're all fiberglass adult buffaloes. Each weighs 120 pounds. I could take it. And are 90 inches long, 32 inches wide, and 60 inches tall. Never mind, I would not win in a wrestling competition. Um, the um, I'm not going to tell you about the calves, because there's not many of those on display. 
And um, all the buffalo are made of a highly durable fiberglass and have been coated with an automotive quality clear coat once the final art was finished. And they're done every few years. They're re-coated. So one last final thing about the base of the buffalo. And I'm reading from the Holy Grail book. Mm -hmm. The sculptor Joe Halco of Shoto, Montana, designed the original adult and calf buffalo that were then fabricated by Fiberstock Inc. of Buffalo, Minnesota. Oh. <laughs> so her friends in Minnesota helped us out. So I wonder what other weird projects Buffalo Inc. in Minnesota does. <laughs> if there are any other cities out there with crazy stuff. Well, I would assume Fiberstock Inc. might be the same place that oh, do all the big um, fish things that people paint and put around. I don't know. Well, we might have them on the podcast. Well, they probably won't respond to us, but that's fine. I do want to say that I printed out the information that we have on our website for the great buffalo hunt, hunt in which we named it. And I don't know if this is plagiarism. <laughs> I didn't see an author or ISBN for the book. So on the... On our listing, pretty much what's in the book is on our website. Oh, well, the book does say no part of this publication may be reproduced in any form without written permission from the C.M. Russell Museum. Christina, I'm going to send you an email. <laughs> Get some permission. And we'll, we'll just, uh, we're going to ask for forgiveness. <laughs> Well, I would think we would be able to get um, some forgiveness. And the other thing about our Great Buffalo Hunt on our website, we don't have every picture of the buffalo. No. Oh. And so when you go out to hunt them, what we ask you to shoot them with is your camera. Oh, look at that pun. <laughs> <laughs> so we have, for example, the Montana Ski Buff, which is located at the Showdown Ski Area. It's right outside the entrance to Showdown, Montana. We have a picture that is a blurry image of a buffalo, and it says, Buffalo Currently Roaming. And that just yep. means that we don't have a picture of it. Not to be confused with the guests that came in. To let me know that one of the roaming buffalo was not um, lo roaming and that they were actually at Paris Gibson Alternative School on 2400 Central Avenue in Great Falls, Montana. And so we might, do we ever say that something's roaming because we don't know where it is? I, I guess. We might. I mean, I don't know where the picture is. So <laughs> if you have the picture, because the ones in the book are great. But, but they're they, not their current location. And it's not the natural environment that they're in today. And we have people, many people, who have gone out. Oh, yeah. There it is. Have you ever seen it? I have. Okay. <laughs> I have seen. I remember seeing the woman with the skis waving. And I'm like, oh, that's ski buff. Yeah. Yes. So we'll have people that go out and hunt the buffalo, get all the pictures taken of the ones that are accessible by public or publicly accessible, I should say. And then send them to us, which is super great. And then we get to pick and choose which ones we can use. But get artistic with them. Send us the pictures that you find. We're fine with that. Please. Yeah. We don't, we're not, hey, 
We're not the experts. No, <laughs> and we don't have all the time to enjoy Great Falls like you do. You're yeah. a tourist. You're here visiting on vacation. <laughs> if I could take a week off and spend some time in Great Falls, that'd be wonderful. But that's not the case, okay? <laughs> Instead, we're in a basement telling you about how to enjoy above grounds. Yeah. But we, we also need to just quick touch on buffalo versus bison because someone's, someone's oh. blood is boiling right now. Yeah, and we do apologize. And I'm going to tell you we use the term interchangeably and we do know... That, that they're, they're not the same. They're different. It's not tomato, tomato. Buffalo are in Africa. Bison are in North America. So we're aware. We understand that. But here's the deal. We didn't name First People's Buffalo Jump. You didn't? No. And <laughs> big surprise. <laughs> you have no authority in the naming conventions of state no. parks or no. national monuments? So those that... We're going to say First People's Buffalo Jump because that's the name of it. And we're going to say The Great Buffalo Hunt, Buffalo Hunt, because that's the name of it. <laughs> like I. So, yeah, we're going to call them Buffalo because we don't want you to get confused. And we're like, and you can go on The Great Buffalo Hunt and this is the bison that you're going to see. Because then we're going to get the confused look of what? What? Or go to the First am People's I, Bison Jump. Am I going to the buffalo? Am I getting a bison? What am I? It's a bad name that people rolled with, and you're not going to change it. Just like no. the just like the TV series New Girl that had I don't know how many series. Oh, you're not new anymore. No, but the other thing is, just like if someone wants to call me Rachel or uh, Elizabeth, I, I'm going to go with it because clearly you're making eye contact at me, and that's now my name. It doesn't matter to me if you call me <laughs> Rachel, Elizabeth, or Rebecca. If you're making eye contact, I assume you're talking to me. I'm just going to roll with it. Same with buffalo and bison. Well, I don't think I'll call my boss <laughs> Elizabeth. <laughs> and have someone look at me like a board member and be like, who is this employee of yours? <laughs> so if you're a stranger, someone newly introduced, you can get away with it, but not us. We do have a buffalo outside of our doors here at 100 First Avenue North. It's on the corner of First Avenue and Park Drive. And you can get it right from the parking lot. So. Yeah. And it's a it's a nice buffalo. It's not my favorite. Well, we know who your favorite is. And the one outside our door is the Seven Brothers. And that is a story. It's kind of like a legend, if I remember correctly, of the Seven Brothers. Let me get my notes really quickly. It's about Karen. Well, Karen Bonnie painted her buffalo to represent the Cheyenne myth. The Seven Brothers, or Quill Woman, which is a story about how seven brothers rescued their sister from the Buffalo Nation that wanted to take her for her own because of her, or because of the, well, the page printed. (laughs) Do you need me to? um... No, because of, because of the beauty of her quill work, the eight climbed to the heavens and became the Big Dipper, as shown in the buffalo's face. Karen Bonnie sees horses as heroic, powerful, fun, loving, and affectionate beings, and she tries to express this to their to her viewer and her work. So that's that's like the cool stories behind it that you wouldn't know if you didn't go to our website and read our plagiarism of the book we're gonna ask for forgiveness. Right. <laughs> well, Christina knows it's on our website. She does. But does she know that she may not know that she needs to grant us approval. Right. That okay. we've written the entire book content of our website 
from her book. Well, how else am I going to get the information? It's right. not like... We could make it up. <laughs> and I'll tell you, the seven brothers and quill work aren't going to be the same story. The one that I saw at the Lewis and Clark Interpretive Center, you said you've seen that one before, and I had not. Um, the one, like I was telling Rebecca, Elizabeth, whatever her <laughs> name is, um, before we started the recording of this episode, I went to the Lewis and Clark Interpretive Center, which is now open seven days a week, listeners. We Woo-hoo. know you're thrilled. And I was greeted by a buffalo, which normally wasn't there, and all the other dozens of times I've been. And Jay Russell, the current executive director, said, oh, yeah, it's always here. It's just roaming around the building. And that's the one with the mirror on the base so that you can see its belly. On the bottom. And there's some significance of why you want to look at the belly. I think it's the artist hidden something. And I think that one was painted by Ron Ukrainitz. Oh. I could be wrong. Well. There's a good likelihood that I'm wrong on that, but that's what I'm telling you. And then there was, which just remind me, and I started to daydream a little bit. There is, was, maybe still is, a buffalo at the Great Falls Tribune building that I think is Faces of the West or something to do with Native American history. And so there's people paint, people's faces painted on this buffalo and I know one of the people whose faces is painted on that. Is James Parker Shield face on it? No. No. There is a woman who I'm now escaping. The, the name is escaping my mind. But she was a Marine, retired Marine, ended up in the state government, federal government work. Yeah, Faces of the West. Um, but what I'm thinking is with the Tribune building for sale, maybe that Buffalo is available to relocate with us up to 15 Overlook Drive. That would be awesome. And we could have more Buffalo. Yeah. Because well, well, I guess we can't take seven brothers with us, but. No, well, we could try, but we might get arrested. <laughs> we do have one Buffalo out there that has the correct name. It's the Bison Branch, which is the one at the Lewis and Clark Interpretive Center. Was it Ron Ukrainitz? Was that right? Yes. Ron yeah. Ukrainitz's love um, of history. Uh, Pishkun, or Buffalo Jump, exists just outside of Great Falls, as you guys know. And when he was younger, he clamored all over the place, finding bones, arrowheads, and more than a few live snakes. Explorations like... These always led to more questions. It is ironic that Montana is one of the last strongholds where bisons eventually recover from extinction. The evolution of the animal we have come to call buffalo is depicted in this bison branch of that family tree. Oh. But it doesn't tell us about the mirror. And in the picture of the bison branch, I can see the mirror in her tummy. Yeah. Stomach. I'm sure that's the tummy. <laughs> I have a kid. It's a tummy. Okay. <laughs> So what we want you to do is go out there and hunt buffalo, and we want you to shoot pictures of them. Yeah, and, you know, learn about them before you go, because what you're going to see is so much more meaningful. The one at the C.M. Russell Museum cracks me up the entire time. I, it's beautifully done. I don't, yeah, that one's... But I find it... Okay, I'm going to start this story with this story. So... Annually, just east of here is what is called the Montana Bale Trail. And these crazy group of people in Hobson, Wyndham, and Utica get together and they make sculptures out of hay bales. Okay. And they are unique and they are genius and they are wonderful. 
but one of my favorites are usually the simple ones. So it's <laughs> the one they spray paint with a smiley face. No, it's like a bale of hay eating hay. Oh, nice. And the name of it is Can Hay Bowl. <laughs> I mean, it's a little sadistic, the, the thought of it, but funny. Yes, I laughed. Because it's just simple. Because hay doesn't eat each other. <laughs> no. <laughs> but the other thing about Montana Bale Trail is all the names of the hay bale sculptures have to have hay or straw in them. So oh, my. Pretty... Who are these people? They yeah. aren't crazy. They're amazing. <laughs> They're amazing. There was one one year that I really did love, and it was Liberace. <laughs> For those of you that didn't get that, Liberace made out of hay. <laughs> I love it. I would it's have mine so be fun. like hay is for horses and just have horses eat the hay. <laughs> so can hay ball was one of my favorites. And it was really just a bale of hay next to hay. <laughs> I love it. So, um, so I tell that story to tell the story that the buffalo at the CM Russell Museum is absolutely gorgeous. The Pishkin. That's what the one is. It at. is called the Pishkin and it is a bunch of buffalo jumping off of a buffalo stampeding like yeah that, that's they're falling off <laughs> i'm oh. like Ooh, that's and it's not graceful they're not flying there aren't any wings on these buffalo but they are very artistic and i really like the color of that buffalo i do too it's like a rose blush mauve it's very rust stark yeah i love it Such but a- i do i do not like the de- i love everything about it but i do find a little bit of disturbingness of the whole fact that it's buffalo jumping off of a buffalo yeah the funny thing is well not funny maybe someone as in the artist the artist that did this was tim joiner yep and maybe tim's like hey let's see if i can get this to pass because <laughs> i'm sure we're ideas approved i want to know what kind of juring there was oh i would assume you would have had to have well maybe it was more of jurying the artists in like, we wouldn't have got selected. No. <laughs> They're like, we heard their podcast. <laughs> well, they've got some ideas that might be helpful, but uh, they're not They're no. not getting in. Oh, yeah. So, the I didn't know what Jerd was until I started working here in Great Falls. <laughs> I was like, you guys in your art names. And the same thing with a docent. Yeah. So, Jerd means that they are judged. Yeah. They are, their, like, collections have been judged. Them as a person judged. A lot of judging. You know, because sometimes, uh, liken it to, let's say, a farmer's market. You pay your booth fee, you can pop up your stand and you can sell whatever you want. In a jurid situation, you get judged the entire way. And then once you're found worthy and deemed um, acceptable to be a part, then you can pay your fee and set up your stand and sell. So you can can you lose your juror status? I would assume so. I'm an like if things citizen. things start to go south for you and your version of art changes dramatically, they may be like, but I think it happens every year. Like some of these shows is it's every year. Oh yeah, you can't rest on your laurels. No, you can't. I was just thinking like the farmers market. Why don't we set up a booth? <laughs> I don't know what we'd sell there. I would sell mini buffalo calves that people could paint themselves. And I've always wanted to do that. I would sell an opportunity to look at the the buffalo. An opportunity to look at it. (laughs) And then the kid right next to the parent that's about to spend $20 for 20 minutes. Mom, (laughs) it's all on the website. (laughs) It's copyright (laughs) infringement, but it's all right there. Um, 
Yeah, one of the things I wanted to do was find someone who could make a small replica buffalo and then send people with a paint set like we did with the rocks around the community and paint set and you paint your own buffalo. And I guess they did do that for a while. Again, this project started in 2005. So (laughs) when I came along, it was, oh, yeah, we did that thing a long time ago. But it's been in the news this year three or four times. Well, they're new reporters. I think people show up, they get excited. And that's new to them. Yeah. Just like all these tourists that are like, what is it? So we need to. Yeah. But 16 I... years ago, before you could drive, <laughs> when you were two years old. This is what happened. But I'm going to start the official campaign for Faces of the West to come live with us at 15 Overlook Drive. If it's available to live with us. If it's not at the we'll Great Falls Tribune. We'll take great care of it. I will. Pro- I think we take more pictures with the buffalo out front of this building than anybody else on the planet Earth. No, they, yeah, you're right. I mean, we've put a mask on it. We've, we've hugged ma- him. Yes, we. We've never read. Don't ride the buffalo. Oh yes, don't do don't that. Don't ride the buffalo. Don't do that. Um, you are going to be tempted. It make it'll make sense at one moment when you're looking at it. Don't give in to that. I was at a gathering, <laughs> and I overheard a conversation, and someone said, oh, yeah, it was the night that John Doe, won't say their name, got on the horse in downtown. And, oh, no. <laughs> and s- someone turns and says, don't let Monty hear that. <laughs> and I said, you got on Monty? <laughs> Charlie Russell's horse? like <laughs> For anyone who feels the need to straddle our statues, there is a beautiful little dinosaur out in front of Electric City Coffee. Sit on him all you want. Oh, I thought we were going to talk about the dinosaur in the River's Edge Trail, the T-Rex <laughs> that's like 20 feet high. No, the little one in front of Electric City Coffee. Yeah, mo- okay. He's cute. You can you can sit on him. That's We're okay with that. Is Electric City? We're not sure. We don't even know who really owns the, that, that dinosaur. But it's there. That's where the only statue. And then if not, if you're feeling like a kid, just go to the Children's Museum. Oh, yeah. Pl- plenty of opportunities to climb on things there. <laughs> you hooligans. So we have all this information at www.visitgreatfallsmontana.org. And it is under our Uniquely Great Falls and for kids. You can also search The Great Buffalo Hunt We have a downloadable PDF available that you can print off with the addresses of the known locations that we know of where they are. If they're not there, you can kindly tell us their correct location. Correct. Um, And if any information is incorrect or you have a stunning photo to put up, let us know. Information at visitgreatfalls.org. We'll be happy to update stuff because, as you know... We're no damn experts, and we really appreciate when people share information with us. Exactly. I just counted. There are 26 buffalo. And it says (laughs) on our website, 26 (laughs) life-size fiberglass buffalo. You know, I just think there's some genius down here in the tourism team somewhere. But it says buffalo and and calves. So maybe. No, that's just buffalo. Well, well, we don't know where the calves are, but they're the baby versions. There are four calves. Okay. We don't know where they are. We're not going to talk about them. But if you do want to go see Morning Star Buffalo or Thunder on the Roof, they're saving the buffalo. And that one I like. 
because it's near a bank and there's money on the buffalo. Oh my goodness, these people and their ideas. <sighs> See, these are the kind of people we need to hang with. Yeah, and the people that do the hay. Oh, Bountiful Visions. Has oh, that one is pretty. It is. I really like Bountiful Vision. I mean, they're all I wonder, beautiful. I wonder where that one's at. Huh. Well, so when you're in Great Falls and you're like, what are we going to do for the day? And you've got kids? Maybe this is it. Maybe you go to the 26 Buffalo. After you go to the world's largest natural spring, you go to all the Buffalo, take your pictures, and then you go out to North America's largest Buffalo jump, and you just make a weekend out of it. And we had a woman call yesterday, and she wanted to know where is the Native American history. She wanted to know the concentrated effects, and I told mm. her two museums well, I mentioned three, the Lewis and Clark Interpretive Center, the First Peoples Buffalo Jump Interpretive Center. There's a little bit at Malmstrom Museum. And I said it's like mining because, you know, hey, James Parker Shield, love that you said it like that. And I'm right. going to repeat it forever. And the buffalo, come on, like that's all over your day and you can read up on this and yeah. then visit it. And that's going to be your your taste for the next 30 minutes. Go get lunch. Do another thing. It's these hidden little things that makes this town so unique. Yeah, it's not the slap in your face. This is what you're going to do. This is just, you're going to immerse yourself in our community like you're one of us, one of our own, and you're going to go out and you're going to experience unadulterated fun of Great Falls, Montana. And and as soon as you fall in love with them, you're going to become the protector of the buffalo, too. Yeah. You will become an expert on one of these buffalo. You will yell at Maudie about where it's at, what it's doing, because, how often it needs to be pet. Right. Because if you haven't picked up on this, when we say protective about these buffalo, that means they're stern when they talk to me. And yeah. they're not <laughs> forgiving. There is no like, oh, hey, I noticed. It is marching in. Who does this? <laughs> Who is responsible for this content on the website? Oh, yeah. Let me get her for you. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I will gladly find the ear to fix it. So we're glad you're listening to Montana's number one podcast. We are having a blast telling you about random things about our community. So if you have any ideas for episodes, you're going to have to wait because we have about six of them scheduled. We do. We can put them on the back burner. Tomorrow we're going to be recording one with Courtney about the Urban Art Project. Which I absolutely love and can't wait to hear more stories about. I love it too because it's not something you can normally Google. No. So we're going to let you know. And the art is stuff that I think I could come up with. I couldn't implement it the way they do, but I could come up with some of these ideas. They're oh, awesome. So tomorrow's episode is going to be great, which we'll share with you next week. Sounds good. So until we see your bright, smiling, healthy, happy face in Great Falls, we really hope you're staying safe, recreating responsibly, being kind and gracious to other people, please, everywhere in the world. Maddie included. <laughs> <laughs> and we can't wait to see you soon here in Great Falls, Montana. Bye-bye. We are no damn experts as the recorded claims from Great Falls, Montana, covering what you need to know about this amazing damn town. Damn, that felt good. On the next episode of War No Damn Experts, Rebecca and Madi have a guest in to share with you everything you need to know about the Urban Art Project. War No Damn Experts was produced by Great Falls Montana Tourism with original music by the best damn musician, Joel Corda.